but man, that house full of Goombas. I consider myself the luckiest man. Is that Ben's in hers? What's up, Yankees? It's like the whole rise. What's up, guys? We're back. Another week of Yankees baseball in episode 10 of the Pinstripe Empire. Uh, not the best week for the Yankees. Ooh. They split both series. I'd well, say that that was a very predictable week for the Yankees, given that each each episode we predict how the Yankees do the upcoming week, and uh, Desi hit this one right on the head. Hey, Just, just a mini flex on you guys. Desi. Ooh, ooh, Kevin Maven, three games in a row with a home run. He said, that's, you can't DFA me. That's now 20 games. Well, I, I guess DJ made it 20 already, but that's 20 yeah. games in a row with the home run. Uh, it's the longest, tied longest this season with the Mariners. Do you know and, the longest uh, all time? What, what's that? Do you know what the longest all time is? I think it's 29. 29, oh. I, I think it was the White Sox, something like that. Oh, and Cameron Maven and DJ, they just hugged. That was, that was a sweet hug. It was a, it was a nice hug. It just... I'd like, oh, wow, and Voight. But, Who else is going to give him a hug? A lot of touching. But, so as you can tell, we're watching the Yankee game as we podcast right now. So even though they did split with the Mets and the White Sox, they've actually still stayed in first place with the in front of the Rays because the Rays haven't been doing so hot either. But I think there was like a, a few hours there where we lost first place. Yes, there was a couple hours on Tuesday when we weren't in first. So, so I, think, think, I, think, we, I think Thursday well. we took it back. I yeah. think Friday as well. We were out of first for a little bit. But right now we're half game up, and we're beating a race three to nothing. So that's pretty nice. These are the games we have to win. And the oh oh, oh 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 got me. I don't know what what no, I don't know. Didi Gregory is just standing in the uh, dugout with the good old John Cena okay sign. <laughs> so he got me. Um. Okay. Speaking of Didi, where's the emoji game been? Oh um. I was going to bring this up. So we were looking for the emojis last week. Yes. Didi actually spoke about it. Oh, good. He's, he has – he's let us know about the matter. He said he thought it was a fun thing to do, and he loved it, until other teams and other players started doing it. Other teams use emojis? Kid Kate has been doing it for, on the Devils. Um, the Golden Knights the were doing – The Devils? So the Devils fucking ruined Didi Gregorius? Fuck the The Devils. Golden Knights were doing emoji uh, tweets. So Didi was kind of like, it's not – my thing anymore, so he stopped doing it. So can he sue? I don't think so. I think emojis are emojis that he doesn't own. Well, what about the first guy that used the English language? He's like, hey, what if we put the letters in this way, and then other people started using it? Um, but Desi, how so, do you feel? How do you feel about the week? You know, I'm not surprised. I think it's only not that big a deal because the Rays were also doing pretty bad. So you walk away still in first place. You won two games. You add a big bat, Edwin Encarnacion, we'll get into, and uh, you've got some guys coming back this week. So I think it was only okay, and everyone's not throwing a big fit because the Rays also did poorly. See, so I don't think we're that bad. Here's where the problem is. The Red Sox didn't have a terrible week, and now they're only five and a half out. 
I, I still think we're fine. It's still the Red Sox just played four games against the Orioles. We're going to get four games against the Orioles. I'm not sweating it. Yeah, and we also see the Red Sox next week, which I'm not worried about at all because we're going to be a fully powered Death Star at that point. Um, Yep, 13 days. It's actually two weeks. Two weeks? Right. Yes, sir. This It's this week that matters. You got three games against the Rays, and you got four games against the Astros. I so can't. got to win five out of seven. Baseball. This is an amazing week for Yankee baseball. It's going to be so And it's Hope Week. 10th anniversary. It is Hope Week. It is one of my favorite homestands of the year. And it ends with Old Timers Day on Sunday for everybody going out there. Mariano Rivera's first, which is pretty cool. When I when you when uh, when Old Timers Day starts being the players you grew up watching, you're old. It's an issue. Yeah, big issue. Not 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 a happy day. Um, but does he start a game? Does most start the game? No, he's gonna he's come. A, out he's an out. opener. He's gonna come out to enter Sandman. It's a new age of baseball. He's an opener now. That's the right. Yankees do openers. No, we're five and zero with openers. Now it doesn't matter. About six now. It doesn't matter if um the Clippers are beating the Bombers five nothing. Mo's gonna come out to enter Sandman. You said Clippers, and I immediately thought L.A. Clippers. I, I know you. The best basketball team in L.A. Clippers and Bombers, greatest. The Clippers are the best L.A. basketball team. We're not you, turning into a basketball podcast. It is not turning into a basketball podcast. Right, so, so it's 2019. There's no more waiver deadline. It's just a trade deadline. Hard, hard deadline. deadline now. And we've now started to see with Jay Bruce and now with Edwin Encarnacion, teams are going out early and getting their guy. And I love that. So let's talk about what the Yankees went and did on Saturday. Out what of nowhere. Do, Desi? Out of nowhere. Drops a bomb that Cashman has traded. For Edwin Encarnacion. And the first thing I did when I saw this notification, I was, oh, okay, I like it, but he's pretty good. Who did we give up? So I'm scrolling through Twitter trying to figure it out, and I see things about Mabin hitting well and how people are going to be sad to see him go. And I'm thinking, did we trade Cameron Mabin? And then I keep looking, and I'm like, no, I don't think so. Then I see there's this Juan Fenn guy. I'm like, I've never heard of him, so he must have been a throw-in piece. Who, Who is the guy that we traded? I keep looking and I see that the Mariners are also going to pay most of this salary, but I'm not seeing who the Yankees gave up. And then I finally found the Ken Rosenthal tweet that said the Yankees only gave up one then. And I was like, Cashman, you are a god. My favorite report about it is that the Yankees didn't even offer the best trade. They finally, like, they might have got the code to the safe finally and realized they're the richest team in American sports. That they have the money. And that, that's what they did. They didn't want the race again. They didn't want the Astros to get them. And they fucking paid. And they're only paying $3.4 million this year. This year. You know, and then next year will be the full salary, I believe. You know who's paying $5 million this year? The Tampa Bay Rays. The small market won't spend money. Division rivals, Tampa Bay Rays. I really hope that Encarnacion mashes against the Rays. He, he isn't tonight. But it was like Tulowitzki at the beginning of the season against the Blue Jays. Every single time that Tulo stepped up to the plate, the Blue Jays were paying for him to hit against them. Now we get to do that all over again with Encarnacion. Yeah, it was... I remember in the offseason, when I got a notification about that three-team deal with Encarnacion that sent him to Seattle, I was... I read it wrong the first time, and I was like, fuck, the Rays got Encarnacion. This guy mashes at Yankee Stadium. It's going to be awful for the Yankees. I found it hilarious that they actually didn't end up winning Cardassio and the Mariners got him for whatever reason. 
And then um, Saturday, when this news broke, I actually have my tweet notifications on for um, everybody that listens to this probably, probably follows the same account, MLB Random Stats, uh, Jeremy Frank. And he retweeted that Encarnacion got traded, and that's all I see. I don't see who it is. So I go to my friends, oh shit, uh, Encarnacion just got traded. Takes me like five minutes to load up Twitter. But I'm just thinking the entire time, there's an awesome deal for whatever team got it. Praying that it wasn't the Red Sox, Rays, or Astros. And I was so happy when it was the Yankees. I was so happy. I feel like this guy on the Blue Jays, whenever he stepped up to the plate, it was a home run against us. Yeah, I, I remember sitting there for a uh, single admission doubleheader and just watching. And that's when we blew the 10-game lead. Dude, oh my, did they win the division that year? No, the Red Sox did. No, Toronto won a division recently. Yeah, they used to be Ugh, good. That's gross. It's gross to think about. Toronto's not good at anything except basketball. But yeah, basketball. basketball. Sure. But I don't know. Um, I'm not happy about the trade. Uh, Joe, why aren't you happy? Explain. Tell me it's the too- things you don't like. No, it, you should assume what he doesn't like. Oh. Um, I haven't been able to sleep or eat. Um, I'm going through depression. I deleted all my Instagram pictures. And I only follow three members of the Yankees now. So, yeah. Joe's least favorite part of the trade is probably the best part of the trade. No, it's not the best. Why would it be the best that they're going to trade the future of the outfield? The best Yankees outfielder with red hair. Um... It's the best because it opens up the Yankees to trade Clint Frazier for a pitcher, which they need so desperately. Don't reach for a pitcher, though. Don't reach for Stroman and give them Clint Frazier. They're not going to. They're looking at Bauer and Bumgarner. That's who they're going to give up Frazier for. Not for Bauer either. Why are you going to give him up for a rental? If you're going to give him up, give him up for Scherzer. Yeah, so, you know, let's get into Scherzer real quick. Because Scherzer is, is my guy. That's who I want the Yankees to go get. It's kind of my dream guy. I mean, I don't I think it's. I really don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, that's the only guy I would trade Clint for and be okay with it after a while. Like, I would do it for Scherzer and I would do it for Bumgarner because Bumgarner will only come with an extension. I will not do it for Bauer. They already gave up Clint Frazier. Don't give him back. But I'm Bumgarner's good. He's not 2015 Bumgarner. Oh, okay, yeah, he's not 2015 Bumgarner. But I don't want. I don't want a rental for a player that could be here for 10, 15 years. Well, let's look at it. The Nationals right now are in fourth place. They're eight and a half games back in the NL East. I think they're only a couple games back for the uh, the wild card. But when I look at a, a, um, a Max Scherzer trade, everyone's throwing out these ridiculous – it always happens, ridiculous trades saying you want to give up your first, second, and third top prospects, and the, uh, the opposing team saying, you know what, that's not even enough. You need You need to give us your entire farm system. Let's dig back a little bit. 2016, when Chris Sale was traded to the Red Sox. The Red Sox traded Michael Kopech, their top prospect, number one, and then uh, Moncada, this Basaz Bay guy, and Victor Diaz. And overall, they gave their first, fifth, eighth, and 28th pitch uh, prospect. If the Yankees were to do that right now, and bear in mind, Matt, Matt gave a good point before the podcast that it's not quite the same because Michael Kopech was the best prospect in all of baseball, and Esteval Florial is not. But if the Yankees gave a comparable trade package, this would include Estevan Florial as your headliner, and then Clark Schmidt, a right-hand pitcher, is our number five. Uh, this Trevor Steffen guy, I haven't really heard his name. He's our eighth 
best uh, player. And then Joe Harvey, he's been up and around this season at, at 28. And so it's not an exactly comparable match because the, the Red Sox farm system was deeper back then. But we also have guys like Clint Frazier, who has to get moved now, and then Tyler Wade and Greg Bird. So there are pieces that don't include you giving up Florial and Frazier and Andahar and Herman and Tyro Estrada and people saying that's still not enough. These big trades don't come with three big guys. That's not I how mean, it works. I mean, one thing that I feel like you're – that also doesn't make this comparable, though, is Mancada. Yes, he was the fifth prospect in the Red Sox system at the time. I remember when he was in the internet, when he was signing internationally, he had Vlad Guerrero Jr. level hype. People were like, this guy is going to be the next best thing in baseball. He's going to be amazing. I remember I was praying for the Yankees to get him. They didn't. But even though he was the fifth best prospect, people knew he would be the number one prospect in baseball, which I think he did reach with the White Sox. But so in that way, I feel like, yes, what you said is a good deal. But they would still have to give a little bit more than just comparing the prospects. All right. I, I don't think that this back. gets you Max Scherzer. What I'm saying is I'd give it up, and there is a precedent. that It's something closer to this than the trades you see on Twitter, which I'll, I'll be the first to admit. I am terrible on Twitter. I put trades out there that are like that. And people say it's still not enough when really people don't get it. We just traded a nobody. We traded nothing. For Edwin Encarnacion. And to really, you know, put down and into word how we traded nothing, we got Juan Then from the Mariners for Nick Rumbelow. Nick Rumbelow was just DFA'd by the Mariners. Oh, I'm pretty Mariners. sure. He was either sent down or DFA'd. And if he was DFA'd, then Brian Cashman could go right now and sign Nick Rumbelow. And essentially, we got Edwin Encarnacion and half of his contract paid, and we didn't lose a single asset. So you can get things in this league if you want them. The Nationals don't need Max Scherzer, and they don't want to have to pay for Max Scherzer. Not to mention, so look, all of these players that we're saying, say we give this exact same trade, and the way we make it comparable is by saying, you know what, we will pay a salary. Because we live in a day and age where players will get contracts that they don't deserve or that are just very hard to move, and then the teams that trade them away have to eat the money. Yeah. The Yankees say, you know what, we'll pay for him. And then in return, we don't give them Clint Frazier and Florial and Tyro Estrada. I mean, uh, another trade offer that is being thrown around was Joe Girardi's last night on MLB Network. They were talking, um, him and Ken Rosenthal were t talking about what it would take to get Max Scherzer in pinstripes. And basically they said they need a franchise-altering player. Can't be done with less than a package headline with Florial. So what Girardi put out there was Floreal, Frazier, Estrada, and Herman for Scherzer. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think that's a lot, even ridiculous. though Ken Rosenthal put out there that it wasn't enough. Ken Rosenthal has no idea what the hell he's talking about. He has no clue. I, I, last, season, last season when, when we made our TPE Twitters, I got involved in Yankees Twitter a lot, and I fell for every Simonetti source and every Dan Federico and every single person out there. John Heyman, he was terrible. Every single person that claims to know what's going on, I fell for all of them. And there are so many things getting thrown around. 
You know who wasn't involved in any of this Twitter talks? Ken Rosenthal. Ken Rosenthal doesn't know a single thing about trades, and he never gives his opinions. And now we know why. Because he has no idea what it takes to make a trade. Those four guys are more than enough. If that's what it took to get Max Scherzer and say it was the Yankees getting away with a steal, this trade would have been done three years ago. Those four players, that's a, that's a team. That's half yeah. of a team for one player. Sorry, doesn't happen. I mean, I agree with you. Like, if I hear anything from Rosenthal or Heyman, like, news-wise, I know, oh, shit, that's true. Whenever I hear speculation from them, though, I'm like, or their thoughts on things, I never listen to that. They're the best when it comes to confirmed things, but they don't know what they're talking about when it comes to... But because they don't speak it, they're never the ones that break it. They're always giving... They're, they're the ones confirming, but they're never the ones breaking the news. They're, MLB doesn't have a Woj. They yeah. don't have a guy who's rumors and who's is straightforward and, it, listen, if he says it, it happens. He used Baseball to be Buster only. Used to be Buster only, but now he's not reliable. He said something Buster this offseason that wasn't stupid right. last week. Yeah, didn't he break something in the offseason, too, that turned out to not be true? Yeah. yeah. What stupid thing did he say last week? We were just talking about it yesterday. Nice and time. we said that he does it because he wants clicks. Oh, Lindor. Oh, my God, the Lindor, the stupid Lindor shit. Okay, yeah. let me just let me put this out there. The Yankees will not be getting Francisco Lindor. And 50-50 on that. He, amazing. Amazing 50-50. Here's the thing. If I were being handed a choice, here's Didi Gregorius, here's Francisco Lindor. One of them is on your team in a fantasy draft type of thing. Francisco Lindor will be my pick 10 times out of 10. 100 times out of 100. No matter what, Francisco Lindor will be my pick. If somebody says to me, you can have Dean Gregorius for $15 million a year or Francisco Lindor for Floreal, Clint Frazier, and Andujar, I'm obviously going to pick Didi. Lindor is going to take so much to get when in reality, we have Dean Gregorius for just money. I don't know why you wouldn't pick Dean Gregorius for just money. He Lindor might be a top five player in baseball, but Didi's a top five shortstop in baseball. And I don't think their difference is comparable enough to tear down the farm for Francisco Lindor. What was it that only said? Oh, he said, um, I don't know the exact words, but it was something along the lines of Indians expected to try to move Francisco Lindor this offseason. And then in quotes, he said, I expect, uh, expect to see him as a Yankee or something. Oh, so he was saying the Yankees should go get him. I uh, the Yankees should go get him. Where the Yankees are just the front runners. Yeah, that's me? all he said. Gio Urshela is going to be on our bench next week. He's on the bench now. Gio Urshela is a bench player. Why are we trading for another infielder? It's our infield is so good. Probably, I, I don't even think this is a Yankee fan of me talking. It's one of the best in baseball. It's all around our, it's four great hitters. See, but the problem with our infield that I can't look past is I still see. A-Rod and Jeter and Cano and Teixeira. So that's always going to be number one for me. So when you can't match that, it's well, never that's, good that's enough for me. That's one of the greatest infields of all time. That's what I'm saying. But being able to grow up on that, looking at this infield, yeah, it's great. Void is great. Urshela has been doing well. DJ, it's DJ the man. These are all – only one of them has been – two of them have been all-stars. Our entire infield right now. Luke Voigt is leading the all-star vote for first baseman. Uh, LeMahieu will make it to the primaries. Urshela was in second primaries. place, I think. Yeah, and Torres will make it to the primaries. And Didi hasn't played all year. I so think Urshela makes it because who, who's the... Oh, fuck. Bregman. 
Bregman. No, no but I'm it was it was Matt Chapman. But it's, it's Chapman uh, had like Cora. Cora's yeah. not choosing. Well, or anyway, Bregman, Chapman, and Dozier are all better. I would not. I don't know why Urshela shouldn't make it into the past the primaries. He probably will at this point, but he 100% should not. I, I just think that he's having an all-star caliber year, and he'll never make it again. That if he makes it as a reserve, he's deserving of it. No one will challenge it. No, they'll challenge it because of the one guy that's going to be left out. There's always really, one guy that's left you're out. Really, you're really going to choose Gio Urshela over Chapman? Gio Urshela over Bregman? Yeah, okay, but he can make it, and you can make an argument that he should be. Aaron Judge is going to make the primaries where he sh- absolutely should not. He should. I voted for him. Of course I voted Five for him. times. I didn't vote for him. I... I try to be one of those people where I want to see the best possible all-star team. Oh, you're like, no, I like if I'm comparing two players and one of them's a Yankee, obviously I'm gonna go with the Yankee. But I try to get the best. I, I like watching these studded teams. I don't like to see those people that are out there. Like, why are you there? But Judge, if Judge goes off this week, since he's gonna make it past the primaries, he's gonna make he's gonna start the all-star game, and I think that's insane. Um, but yeah, I think this infield's great. There's no reason to tear anything apart to go get Lindor when we clearly have a need. You're absolutely right. Um, but once again, I just gotta, before we move on, I just gotta put this out there. I don't think the Yankees are getting Max Scherzer either. I think the Nationals have enough young talent and enough money to spend if they stop being stingy that they can contend by the end of Scherzer's contract. The reason why they're not trading is the same reason why they didn't trade last year, which they should have traded Bryce Harper. They should have. They got get somebody, and then if you still think you can resign him, you resign him. You say, hey, Bryce, this is the deal. We're not making the playoffs. Yeah. Their owner is too old. He's in his 90s. So they will not be sellers until the day that this man dies because he's never seen them win. He was in, I think he was part, he was part of the team that brought them back. So he's I, f- I forget his name, and when I hear it I know it, but he's an older dude who is going to die within the next five years. I understand that, but by that logic, wouldn't you want to kick you? They're good. They're not good enough for a playoff run. He doesn't want to sell. Selling means losing. I understand that, but you could do a quick rebuild. You can get players the like Yankee Clint, model. Not yeah. a, you can get players like Clint Frazier who's ready. To break through, he's just not what the Yankees need right now. Just like Glaber Torres was ready to break through. We got him part of the rebuild, and it obviously kickstarted it. Yeah, like, but now look at the Cubs. They're doing well, but they could have they could have Eloy Jimenez and Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres. But no fan would ever, would ever think twice. Oh, no. If you're giving me a World Series ring or a top prospect that I know will be a perennial all-star, I'm taking the ring. I don't care. I think they would trade that one with a possibility of three. Take the one definite instead of the possibility of winning three. That's what I say, and that's where I'm at right now. We've been talking for a couple years now about this Yankees dynasty. It can't be a dynasty if you don't win one. We have to win that first World Series, and I think the window's closing on the sense that two years ago, we were one game away from the World Series. Last year, we got nearly shut out at home, lost the division series, now, where are we now? If we don't make it to the World Series, what are we doing here? Not only do we need to make the World Series, I think we need to win, and we need to win this year, and then figure everything else out after this. I think it's time to cash in all our chips now. Yeah, I think that you cash in all our chips now, 
But I just got to make a comment here. I think it's unfair to put the DS on the Yankees. They faced, I don't think it was roster-wise, one of the greatest teams in baseball history. But just how they played was definitely one of, if not the best, Red Sox team in history. And they could be up there for baseball in general. I, I agree with you, but it came down to we had to win. We had two games at home, and we shit the bed on both of them. We didn't even play good baseball. It came down to the pitching. It, it just came down to the pitching. We need to be able to battle. You, I don't think Sevy, no matter how good he comes back, he won't be able to go toe-to-toe with Verlander. You need Scherzer or, or uh, Bauer to go toe-to-toe with Verlander. I think seven, first half Severino last year could have. 100%, but we don't know how he's going to come back. He might come back rusty. Now, do you put him on the trade block? No. I think he has too much potential. And he, he is our ace. Gary. Yeah, Gary. Really Gary's nice my MVP. He's, he's too fat. We should trade him. He's, he's fat lazy. and lazy. He's lazy. Oh, wait. Um... I'm sorry, I just got... This is, like, totally random. Have you guys seen Edwin Crunch-Jones' face? No, yeah, it looks... I it think. looks, like, all smooth. I hate it. Well, yeah, he, oh, he shaved. Had shaved. I hate it. Actually, yeah. he's he's batting fifth right now, I think, right after Gary. And yeah. so I was watching the second inning, and I see Gary up to bat. And I notice Encarnacion's right behind him in the batter's box. But I didn't recognize him right away. So I'm thinking, oh, who is that? Is that, like, a new batting coach? Like, I don't rececognize that guy. And then I realized after, like, four seconds, like, oh, you dipshit, that's the guy we just traded for. And he looks different because he had to shave his face. That pencil line chin strap is just so Encarnacion. It's just gone now. Yeah, we're talking about Encarnacion like we didn't see uh, the 12-year-old version of Andrew McCutcheon last year. Yeah. But, you know, Man, on, well, on the little face that pops up on GameCast when a, when a batter is up, it's got Encarnacion with a Yankees hat on. But he's still got his beard. Which yeah, means one of they two don't things. get a beard. Well, it's been one of two things. That they took the picture today before he shaved, which I don't think happened. There's no Not way they took a professional night. photo before they just he edited shaved. Out the hat. Or it was yeah. an edit. It was an edit. 100% an edit. Just like if you look at, um, like if you look, what's it called? He's um, so weird looking. Took Thoreau Strata's number too. If you look at, he took Clint Frazier's original number, actually. Um... If you look at old like baseball cards, like I have a Nick Swisher card from uh, the first year he was a Yankee, he still had like his scruff from when he was a White Sox. White Sox, yeah, he was a White Sox before. I was gonna say Indian. A, no, A's White Sox, Yankees, Indians. Yeah, but that's like even baseball cards. They just added them, which is so cheap. That's when I stopped buying baseball cards. But anyway, um, I like Andrew Encarnacion. I always did. He just mashed the Yankees. Come stadium. between me and my men's. All right, home run calls. Oh, for Encarnacion? Yep. Encarnacion. See, God damn it, I'm not letting you go first again. Was that yours? That was mine. I That came right off the dome. Right off the dome? Right off the dome. Right off the dome. Or, or something about the parrot. I was thinking a parrot. She's like, oh. like that bird lands. Something stupid. Desi? I'd say, uh,. Edwin hits one again. Edwin and Carnal night long. Oh, oh you wow! Ready. You wrote that one. That one. That's no. not the dome. As soon as Matt started, I I was like, shit, I need something. That's all I got. 
He called him Eddie when he played with the Mariners. When he oh had a home run, God, he said stat. something about Eddie. The stat. Highest home run. Oh the my top God. four players with the highest home run to have bat ratio since 2012. Uh, and Stanton, Gary, and Judge. And the fifth <laughs> one is a forever rumored Yankee. I don't want Joey him. Gall- I don't want him anymore. We don't need him anymore, but he's always rumored to come here. I've never heard that. I don't want him. You know what I hate about hearing all week long? Uh, most home runs hit since 2012. Okay, yeah, you know what? Tell me who has the most home runs hit since 2016. A different player. Who has had the most home runs since 2017? A different player. You're just, you pick a time and a date that fits the player that you're trying to advertise, and you can come up with a stat for anything. It's so well, it's all about It's all about fitting narratives. If you were to talk about the uh, most Yankee home runs from an outfielder starting on Saturday, guess what? Cameron Maven. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so arbitrary because 2012 too is got to think about the players that are still in the league playing at an elite level. Mike Trout since 2012. That's the only one where you say Mike Trout, Harper. Those are the well, only players that you're going. Power hitters. I'm thinking those are the only players you go toe to toe with. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. He really has more home runs than these guys. But they were rookies too when they started. Yeah. starting in 2012. I'm thinking of like Miguel Cabrera declined. Uh, Pulos declined. He moves too much when he when he bats. Yeah. I don't like that. But there, there was a stat, I think, when it was uh, the game against the Rays, when back when Domingo Herman was still good and right before Tyler Glasnow got hurt. It was that game where I think they showed a stat on the screen that said, oh, since uh, April 5th, Domingo Herman has the lowest ERA amongst all starters. And then in the next half of the inning, Tyler Glasnow's at the pitch and says, oh, since uh, April 3rd, Tyler Glasnow has been the best pitcher in the MLB. I'm like, you just went two days back, and you, which one is the better pitcher? It's the okay same, to say. Same of first, though. Just say since the beginning of the season, one is first and one is second. Don't yeah. just pick a date and say, oh, he's the best since this date. It's meaningless. The Yankees keep airing this commercial with the father's son with named jerseys in the back. And I hate it every time. A different promotion that time. That was a different promotion. So they're just going to use this all season. That's what this means. I haven't noticed it yet. What do you think about name jerseys? Des? You, you shouldn't. I mean, if you want one, go get one. But I think they should be more available without the names on the back. I think, I think the thing is, because, okay, the only argument I hear for jerseys is, but what if I want a Jason Giambi instead of a Mark Teixeira? And you put a 2000 exactly. World Series patch put, on it. You put the patch that goes with the... The Yankees have been enough World Series. They've had enough special events that you can find a patch that one player had that another didn't. I don't think Jason Young played in the Yankee World Series. Really? Team Panama 04. But still, you could probably you could find a patch with Jason Young. I'm sure you can. Did he make an All-Star 2008 game? 2008 All-Star game was at Yankee Stadium. He was on the team. So there you go. The farewell patch. Did he make I don't know. Game? I have I have a Robinson Cano jersey I put it on that it, right? has some kind of patch on it, but I call it a Gary Sanchez jersey now, and I love that. Yeah. No, I agree. I like – okay, so I have a little story. Last year, we were getting ready to go to Philly for a Yankee-Phillies game. So I decided I'm going to go out. I'm going to get myself a uh, Mark Teixeira jersey and put the World Series patch on it just for that game. And Mark Teixeira is one of, if not my favorite, Yankee of all time. So it was like it was a no brainer for me. So I go to the store, get my nice twenty five row jersey, and I'm literally in the store looking for World Series patches, and I get an alert on my phone that Glaber Torres hit a walk off hit, got a walk off hit, and I was like, oh shit, 
This guy wears 25 too, and he is really good. So I decided I'm going to hold off a little bit. I've been holding off for a year now, and I still don't know what to do. Because I could either say it's just a 25 jersey that it's whoever's wearing 25 at the time until it gets retired. Or I just go all in and I make it a Mark Teixeira. But I really have no idea what to do with that. Just well, keep it how it is. At this point, you wait till next year. You get an under. You get a Nike. Okay, make one of them yeah. flavor and the other one text. But Jason Jambu, by the way, was a Yankee from 02 to 08. So, so you can do the 08 farewell season, which I think is better than the 03 losing the World Series. But that was also the 100th year. So you can put the 100th year of the Yankee patch on it, which is even nicer than all of them. But that's the thing. If you want to guarantee that's a Jason Giambi jersey and it's not confused for Mark Teixeira, not confused for Glaber Torres. You match the patch to the era. Just get the patch. Just like I, I've seen number 24 jerseys, but they have the Bob Shepard patch on them. And so the George Cano. M. Steinberg. It's so, you know, it's Cano. Cano. so if you really want a certain player, that's what you do. But, yeah, I don't agree with getting... like. But Yankee Stadium, Desi's right, doesn't make them available. I want to get a Luke Voigt jersey. Gung-ho, I was there opening day. Stand on the long line for custom jerseys. Can I have, um, you know, I put the thing in. I was like, can, you can do it without the name, right? there. No, we can only do it with the name. Why? It's so stupid. I'm paying for it. You got to go across the street to one of those stores. Or you can use uh, affordablejerseys.com. Affordablejerseys.com does have $100 Yankee jerseys. None of them with names. And they do sales all the time. So, I don't know. That's something to look, at, look into. And they have a lot of unique players. Solid site. They just had an awesome sale. I just missed out on getting my Luke Voigt jersey, but I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Sure. Fun fact, I wanted to get a Chase and Shreve jersey last year because it was funny. And you would have gotten a Luke Voigt. And I would have had a Luke Voigt, which would have been, would have been fantastic. Actually, no. It would have been the Stars and Stripe jersey last year. Oh, so it wouldn't have been. So it would have been locked <laughs> in to Chase and Shreve. Boom. Um, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it? They wouldn't do it. They didn't have the Stars and Stripe numbers, so I couldn't do it. Annoying. Why can't a boy just like chasing Shreve? Um, but let's let's just move on right now. Uh, a big issue among Yankee fans, I think you're gonna agree with here. After the incarceration trip, we're so all over the place here, but it's fine. Clint Frazier was sent down well, instead of Mike Taufman. and a lot of people were upset. But I think it's the right move because there are two things. One, it's only for one day because Stanton is coming back tomorrow, and today so, was likely Clint's day off. That too. So Stanton, Stanton's going to kick the other one out anyway. So that's one thing. But also, Taufman has so much better defense in the outfield. So if in this game, you're not going to bring in a pinch hitter, but you need the defensive change, Taufman's a better way to go. And Boone even said that they'd rather Clint get the at-bats than Taufman, which doesn't make sense, though, because the entire International League had an off day today. Well, I, I think why. that's why they did it, to give Clint the off day. Maybe something's on the horizon. Unfortunately, I'm gonna preface this. I'm not a prospect hugger. I don't. You're a Clint Frazier hugger. I like Clint Frazier. Literally the only guy that you know prospect that I did not want to get rid of. I wanted to see him play. I still want to see him play. I don't want him traded. But I am not a prospect hugger. I couldn't care less that they got rid of Justin Sheffield, who's a Double A baseball player now, for obviously Paxton, who's awesome. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with moving Floreal. Okay with moving Clint Frazier. So upsetting. <laughs> God damn it. But uh, Why are the guys I like? I have not had a good year. I was a Spurs fan. Who did they get rid of? Why? Steelers fan. 
So they get rid of everyone. AB Le'Veon Bell. I'm also a Giants fan. They got rid of Odell and drafted Daniel Jones on purpose. Anyway, moving forward. The wave at Yankee Stadium. Why? So, Matt, you bring up Clint's going down. Talking will go down tomorrow. And I think you're exactly right. It's if they happen to need the defense tonight, which they probably won't. But you're not going to, you don't need Clint's bat today. You might need Talkman's defense. So I think you're right. Now, late this week, maybe next week, Judge comes back. <laughs> uh, he's got to come back this week. He's been playing the Astros. How do you send down, how do you get rid of Cameron Maven? Or do you keep him and you send down Nestor Cortez or, or probably Jonathan Holder, actually, well, like, based think- on performance, and you do a four man bench? I think instead of putting anyone down, the um, random injuries are going to start happening. Brett Gardner's going to tweak his knee, get 10 days off. You know what I mean? No one's well, checking. has got to come back at some point. And then he's got to, of course, and we'll talk about it in 10 days. And who knows, after that, you know, maybe Cameron Babin hurts his knee. Baseball doesn't oh. double check. What if, you're right, if Cameron, may, say nobody gets hurt. So, and you got to get rid of Cameron Mabin. Cameron Mabin gets hurt. Exactly. You keep him around. I mean, I think Cameron Mabin knew his role on this team. He knew he was here to patch things up. He's obviously played way better than we expected. Um, He's hitting 400 in his last half the times. Who would you rather see come up in a big spot? Runners in scoring position down by one. Brett Gardner. Or Cameron Mabin. No, but see, that's the thing. Brett Gardner's also a bench player. He's not playing anyway. Neither of them are playing. Well, no. He's kind of saying he'd rather... I'd rather pinch hit for... I'd rather have Cameron Mabin come in in a pinch hit role than ever see Brett Gardner bat again. Actually, I disagree. I Say what you want about Brett Gardner. I say a lot of things I want about Brett Gardner. The guy is clutch. He's had some very clutch moments for the Yankees. Now, here's an idea. Because obviously getting rid of Brett Gardner is a non-starter. Like, it's not negotiable. He's on this team. He's, he's a captain. His veteran presence. You can't just remove him from this team. What if the Yankees say, you know what? All right, we need Brett Gardner in the dugout. Let's DFA Brett Gardner and hire him as a hitting coach. Hire him as your third base coach. Your second Phil Nevin. And that's how you get around this whole debacle. And you keep Gardy around. But you get Maven to actually play the field and hit. In a perfect world, that happens, but it's, it's not happening. Not happening. I, I saw a stat today. I'm going to see if I can find it. But it's something like ever since Brett Gardner threw the helmet, he's obviously been playing less, which I highly doubt that they're connected. But it's just since he's thrown the helmet, he's been playing less. And he's batting something like 300 since then. So if he's not an everyday player, I think he's solid. He just can't play every day. I don't want to see him play a game the rest of the season once Judge is back. Me and Desi are on the same front. I don't want to see him play ever again. I mean, but And see, it's not because I don't like Brett Gardner, but between Stanton, Hicks, and Judge, they should play the field every single day. I've been saying this since before we had a DH. Play Stanton in the field. That's your outfield. If someone gets a day off, put Maven in there. And that's it. You have four outfielders. You should never, ever have to use your fifth outfielder unless there's an injury. I mean, looking for the stats, I found a different stat. Cameron Maven in the last 14 games 
through the seventh inning yesterday. He's batting 349 with two home runs, four doubles, 10 runs scored. I'm not sure what his average would be, but you know, it's up to three home runs and 11 runs scored. And see, so. What did you just say? You said the last 14 games. I saw a stat yesterday that said through his last eight games, he was batting either 385 or 400. It's all true. So again, back to whatever day you want to pick, this guy is on fire. He's he's solid, and I agree with you guys. If I, once again, if given the choice, I would choose Cameron Maven. But I don't think you can take the veteran presence of Brett Gardner off this team. You can't. That man threw a helmet in rage. What is passion. What is he teaching these young players? I heard that's why Clint Frazier didn't want to talk to the media. Because of Gardy's rage Uh and his... Maybe it was Roy Rage. Uh Uh-huh. Who knows? Keep going. Like, bounced right off his head. Always said that head was made of, like, steel. Oh, mega mind. Once again, we're all over the place here. But there was another trade rumor the Yankees are involved in that we haven't brought up. So... Even though Brian Cashman is insisting Edwin Encarnacion was not traded for to block the Rays, Red Sox, and Astros, which I disagree with. I think it's 100% a block. There's no reason to make that trade. There's no reason not to make that trade. Well, yeah, but why are the Yankees checking in on Encarnacion in the first place? I I think it was just to block them. But another player that the Rays and Red Sox or Astros are looking at, that the Yankees are frontrunners for, that they do not need whatsoever— Kirby Yates, the best closer in baseball. It's done. He's a Yankee then, if everyone wants him. He Kirby was, Yates used to be a Yankee. He used to be a Yankee, and he was not this good on the Yankees, but obviously he figured something out. He was solid. He wasn't what he is now, though. Well, if you trade for Kirby Yates, what happens? Who do you, Who goes out of our bullpen? Well, I would say Holder. Holder goes, but Holder's probably going down already. Because I'm keeping Maven on my roster. Chad well, Green as your roster. I'm no, not Chad Green. Chad Green's your long man. You can't have Chad Green's no, he's, one he's inning pitcher. Chad Green is our best opener pitcher. He's the he's, best. Oh, is he an opener? He's history. But um, but yeah, on my roster, Cameron Maven goes down, and we have um, I think Holder would go down, and I don't know what happens when Batanzas comes back. Well. 2016 me would be pissed off, but if you can get Kirby Yates, you make room for Kirby Yates. Kirby Yates has been very good this year. In 2016, if, if I was having a conversation with 2016 me, he'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You want Kirby Yates? And I'll be like, yes, I, yes, I do. I do want Kirby Yates. You want Kirby Yates and you won't trade Clint Frazier for Max Scherzer? What's wrong with you? 2016 me is not saying that. We didn't. We traded for Clint Frazier in 2016. Why would we trade him right away? From Max Scherzer, we're not even playing with you. Just stupid. Don't trade Clint. Also, I'll put my Venmo out there if you want to buy me a new Clint Frazier jersey when he gets traded. Don't put your Venmo out there. I'll put my Venmo out there, please. Venmo.com. Um. All right, so let's let's move forward. Forward. Always... Um, wait, before we move on, oh. another pitcher you guys are looking at, Zach Wheeler. They say it every year. Done with Met trades. I want Syndergaard and Syndergaard only. And the Yankees should just be like, listen, this is the offer. You won't match it. I don't see Syndergaard. And I also don't see the Mets selling. I want them to trade for Syndergaard now because they're damaged. He's damaged goods right now. I don't see the Mets selling at all, though. The- um. Okay. I, I wanted to put this question out there. In my ideal world, the Yankees are going to get one A starter. Well, my ideal realistic world. 
one A starter and one B starter. Kind of like last year we got Jay Happ and also Jaime Garcia. Jaime Garcia was two years ago. Last year we got Lance Lynn. That's what I'm thinking of. But two years ago oh, we, got, we had Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn was on this team. But two years ago then we got Sonny Gray and Jaime Garcia. That's it. Yep. It's the A starter and the B starter. So, looking at that formula, the Yankees are probably going to go for that again. Who was the A starter? When? Sonny Gray and Jaime Garcia. Sonny Gray. Jaime 100%. Garcia lost less games for the Yankees. Well, no, but I'm just talking about at the time. They both didn't make the playoff roster. At the time, Sonny Gray was the A starter. Um, so, I would say right now, in talks, I'm not bringing Sonny Gray into this because I don't think he's... No, the Mets will never do it. The Mets are too stupid... To but take the best deal they'll get. They think they're good enough to make the playoffs. I don't think so, but... The A starters, say. I would say, are Bumgarner, Scherzer, Bauer, and that's that's it. Bumgarner, Scherzer, and Bauer. I don't, and, I don't even know if I'm sold on Bumgarner. I know he plays for a garbage team right now, but he's been contributing to the pile of garbage out in San Francisco. Yeah, but I, mean, I get so much... Few innings of one run ball against the Dodgers the other day. See, and it was only a home run he gave up. And that home run where he got really mad, I yeah. heard I read an article, I don't know how true it is, but that was all fabricated. He made he got mad at something that wasn't to get mad about because they're not on his no trade list and the Dodge and the Giants were considering sending him to LA. That's kind of amazing. So he manufactured a fight. Oh, I don't get along with your slugger. What the fuck you, you want me now? See, I don't believe that at all, but that's actually hilarious. I, I don't believe it, but I would love that. So those are those are the A starters. B starters, I would say, are Boyd, Walker, Stroman. Who do you want? One A starter, one B starter. Well, I don't think that if you're getting an A starter, you're also getting Stroman. I think, I think if Stroman, the Yankees Stroman get Stroman... He's A-ish. He's not A. If the I, Yankees get like Stroman, it's Stroman. because they didn't get... One of those first three guys you said. He's between A minus and B plus. He's not an A and he's not a B. He's Marcus Stroman and he's a bad person. I mean, personally, my dream scenario, is, realistically though, because I don't think we're getting Scherzer, would be Bauer and Boyd. I think that would make our rotation dirty. What if it was a B starter? He's been doing well. Would you trade for Jason Vargas? Rental. No. He's not talked about, but they they have to. They have to move him. It's stupid for the Mets to keep him. I don't trust That it. might be the guy you can steal. He pitched well at Yankee Stadium last week. I don't trust it. I don't think Jason Vargas is good anymore. I think he's on a hot streak. Uh, something to think about. If he continues to stay hot, why not? Wait, those are my choices. Bauer, Boyd. How about you, Jeff? My choices are Baumgartner because he signed an extension. I don't want an A rental. And then I would choose Stroman. I mean, I understand what you're saying there with the rental, but I would go, I would at least say Bauer would be one of those guys. He likes contending. He knows that he is, he would be the ace on this team. But if he doesn't get along with the media, he's not staying. That's what I'm going to get to. He would be the ace on this team. I don't know. Bauer is one of those assholey douchebag guys that I think he would take the whole New York media thing and flip it. Oh, he's got a Brooklyn he vibe to him. He's he like, have fun. I can imagine with the him being in high school with me. Like he's just—he seems like one of the guys. But nah, I don't think he's gonna like it. And uh, you can't fly drones in certain areas here. And stadiums are included in those areas in New York State. Desi, what's your choice? You know, I don't think the game really works this way in the sense that yes, we got Sonny Gray two seasons ago, but last season we got Jay Hat. We did not get an A pitcher. 
Jay Happ ended up going 7-0, and don't get me wrong. But when we traded for Jay Happ, it was because there was no good pitchers around. Wait, I don't he's think a, that... He's, not, he's obviously not on the same level, but Jay right. Happ for last year's market. But I, I don't there think no the Yankees get... It was like B and C we got. Yeah, there were no pitchers available last year. Right. I think if the Yankees get one of these A guys, they don't also get a B guy. All right. I don't, I, I don't think they get two. I think the whole do they get a B guy or not thing depends on whether or not uh, Monty is going to be back soon. At the That's it. They, there will be another pitcher around. Whether they trade for someone or, you're right, if it's Montgomery or maybe even Severino, say he comes back and he's bad, but they, they keep you gotta him up. you got to think about that. Sevy will be back. Her mom will be back and not have to worry about the innings limit anymore because of this DL stint. Um, well, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think they might still move him to the bullpen at the end of the season. Well, I think for the playoffs he'll be in the bullpen, but at least for the regular season he should be fine. Right. Um. So you have Sevi, Herman, Tanaka, Paxton, and then yeah, you only need one if everything goes right. Well, no. So you need one more pitcher. And then your sixth man is still CC Sabathia. He's still a pitcher. No, I think CC's going That's to the your... rotation. No, no, bullpen. There you CC's go. Going to bullpen. And we just talked about a long man in the bullpen. No, no I. CC has not been good lately. If it's the, if it is the sixth inning, I don't want to see CC Sabathia coming out. Can CC Sabathia even pitch out of the bullpen? CC he's been a good. starter for, CC for what fourteen years. The first time he faced the lineup. He's okay the second time, and he's asked the third time. CC. But it's, but it doesn't really work that way. CC doesn't give think you a of it the same way as. Think of it how a reliever doesn't pitch the same way if he doesn't start with a clean inning, even if it's the first time he's no, seeing these batters. CC would not come in. CC would not come in in the middle of an inning. No, 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 no. I'm saying for a starting for the... pitcher now, it's like coming in the middle of the game. A starting pitcher coming in in the fourth inning is not necessarily going to give you the first three innings he would have if he started the game. It's no, not I, his game anymore. I personally disagree with that. I think maybe maybe if we're talking about like somebody like Chris Paddock here, a young pitcher, yeah, that might not work. CeCe's a veteran. His mindset, he knows how to pitch. He knows there's no difference if you're pitching in the first inning fresh or if you're pitching in the sixth inning fresh. Still, just go out there and pitch. See that that I think that that exact argument is I have the opposite interpretation of. I think because he's a veteran, he has a different mindset. Because look at Aroldis Chapman. Aroldis Chapman, if he has a three-run lead, it's almost guaranteed he's going to give up a run. If if it's not even a save situation, it's guaranteed he's going to give up at least one to make it a save situation. Probably end up giving another one because he gets into trouble. But no. Chapman, if the game is not on the line with a one-run lead he doesn't live up to it and i think it's because of that mentality of if it's not he doesn't feel like it's worth his time and if cc sabathia i don't think that he's gonna pitch poorly on purpose or that he can't live up to it but it's just a different mentality when it's not your game and you're not going to get a win at the end of the day that you're fighting for a win you know in the pitcher's column i i disagree with that i think cc he needs one more win and the only other stat to get to 250, and the only other stat that he personally cares about is a ring. I don't think CC cares about any personal stats anymore at this point, other than that one more ring, win to get to 250, which I think is what's holding back the Yankees from taking him out of the rotation. They wanted to get that win. 
but he's been so bad. And as for as for Chapman, I don't think that's a fair comparison because Chapman always gets out there with the sweat dripping down his face, breathing hard, and he is not good until you have a runner in scoring position. He gets a runner in scoring position, and then he's the best pitcher in baseball. But I think his mentality is kind of like, I don't need to, ever since at least, the Cubs kind of ruined him for the end of that postseason run. He's kind of like, I'm not going to exert myself unless I need to, if that makes any sense. I can see that. Because it's got to be hard to throw a ball 104 miles per hour. I personally never tried. So, so that's what's keeping you from throwing 104. I've never tried. You've just never tried yeah. to do it. Oh, okay. But, I yeah, it must be very hard. So I doubt he brings that out unless he needs to bring it out, if that makes any sense. I, I see that. And, you know, another thing you're saying is CC only wants a ring now, and you'd put him in the bullpen. I You, you have to have him on your playoff roster, but I wouldn't want CC on the playoff roster. If he's going to be in the bullpen, I think we have six bullpen arms that are better than CC Sabathia. No. Once again, I'm just disagreeing with that because, okay, it depends on how Herman is. If Herman is able to pitch in the bullpen, if he's getting better, then yeah. If, if it's a question between Herman and CC, I'd rather have Herman. But the thing is, CC is. CC is just a good pitcher the first time he sees our lineup. He's a good pitcher. In short, small samples. And that's what you need out of a bullpen. You, you're going to get starters out of the pen in playoff games. You're going to shorten up the bench. You're going to get starters out of the pen. And even if he's not on the roster, as the veteran presence, I think he would be fine. He'd still be with the team. Just maybe not playing. I see it. I, I would not want him to come into a game. I mean, I'm kind of I'm glad that this is our last farewell tour for a long time. Oh, yeah. Because Jeter was not good his last season. I don't care what anyone says. Um, Mo was. Mo was. Mo was awesome his last year. I'm convinced year. Mo can still get out there. Oh, we'll see it Sunday. Yeah. Fucking throws a cutter. I hope he makes... Oh, he my. breaks some old guy's ankle snap. Can you imagine, like, he's pitching... I can't think of, like, an old person that actually plays. I know why he's yeah. going to be there, but he doesn't play. But can you just imagine kill someone? Like ankles break, falling over. Homer Homer Bush will not be able to get around to anything Mo throws. I wonder what team he's gonna be on. I can't wait for Sunday. Seems like a Clipper kind of guy. He's a Clipper. He's a Clipper. You, you know, he, you're right. He is a Clipper. He's not a bomber. Not, definitely not a bomber. Definitely not a bomber. But he did win an MVP award in a World Series at, at, in a New York Stadium. Matt, what stadium was that? What New York Stadium did he win a World Series MVP? Oh, ask me a question. Yes, cash. What is Shea Stadium? That is correct. Shea Stadium for 26 springs. Uh, ha, ha. See what they did there. Um, Fuck the Mets. Why did they win a game last week? I Yankee. Uh, wow, Yankee. Wow, yes. Big, big Yankee podcast, guy. <laughs> I meant to say Desi, and I said Yankees. It's fine. Um, Desi. Yo. You know what I think it's time for? What, what do you think it's time for? I think it's time for a statement of the week. Lay it on me. Well, before we get in there, I just got to say that statement uh, statement of the week is brought to you by StatementGames.com. StatementGames.com is an online over-under prop game with a different take on fantasy baseball. This game will change the way you watch New York Yankees. 
free to join and play, never any ongoing costs or ongoing obligations. Compete against other MLB fans for prizes and experiences, such as Yankee tickets. There's nothing like StatementGames.com on the sports gaming market today. We play Statement Games daily and invite you to play along with us. For their innovation, Statement Games has already been featured on ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC. Give StatementGames.com a try today for free. I think so, that was the best we've heard all season. Amazing. So today's uh, statement of the week comes from Brian Cashman. Actually said earlier today, that kid just thought he was going to get hit by a foul ball in the face. But um, Brian Cashman always said, nice and simple, not funny. still got more work to do. And I love that. It's He's never at the mindset that it's time to rest. He knows we need pitching. We're not done. We got a very good deal for Encarcion. But he knows that's not what the team needed. There's still more work to do, and I love it. Well, now, I think this is where the Death Star thing comes in. He said fully operational Death Star. Then we didn't sign Machado. We didn't sign Harper. So the original Death Star blew up. And a lot of work to do because they're building the second Death Star. Oh, this is the second this Death Star. This is the second Death Star. I don't think he knows what happens to the second Death Star. He didn't know what happened to the first Death Star. He didn't know what happened to the first first death star definitely doesn't know what happens to the second one and um the star destroyer guess what i just just want to put it out there doesn't destroy stars uh just to interrupt real quick tanaka's probably gonna take it out of the game he just had eight innings of no hit ball two Not hits but- no matt shut out ball two hits eight strikeouts that's a matt, performance i was gonna wait for this segment to end and i was about to just Hype yeah. up Tanaka's incredible performance that I hadn't been keeping up with until just now. He's such a big game pitcher. I he love the Rays. He is real good against the Rays. They showed the stat at the beginning of the game. You guys might not have seen it. But he's given up one run in the last 13 innings against the Rays. His two starts of the season. Seven innings, one run. Six innings, no runs. And it was Tanaka last season against the Rays, right? Didn't he pitch eight innings, a shutout? Around the same series when yeah. uh, Gary wasn't hustling. Tanaka is real good against the Tampa Bay Rays. He's real good against Tampa Bay Rays, but I just think, it, once again, it comes back to he's a big-game pitcher. He might get blown up against the Orioles, but put him in against the Rays or the Astros, and you're going to get a good outing. I like that. Big like fan? That. Big fan. You know what what are we talking about? What are you a fan of? Wheels. Well, we're not up to it yet. I'm trying to figure out how to spin it so I get it, and I've Spun it like six times. I haven't gotten That's it yet. Cheating. Oh, the wheel. Oh, wheel. Oh, oh, how many cheat? times have you spun this wheel already? You're cheating. No, I think it's time for the wheel, Joe. Well, give it a spin. Before we spin the wheel, I just have a question because now, like, I'm actually paying attention to all these commercials that pop up again. Did anyone watch the Mona Fury movie? No. Last year. Oh, the. Uh, Do it, I did not want to die. Yeah, did she die? I have no idea. I heard it was an awful movie. I. I heard Desi, it. have you watched it? I have not. Do not want to die. I have the papers. Um, uh, we'll spin the wheel right now. Come on. I just want to pick one. I got a good one, I think. Whoa! I was not ready for this. That's the whole point. All right, it's time for the Pinstripe Empire Remembers, and the wheel has been spun. Matt gets to pick again. Don't do it. No, don't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. It would be really funny, though. No, it would yet. Really funny. All right. You're going to say Clint Frazier? I yeah, he's going still to... on the 40 men. You can't oh. do Clint Frazier. Doesn't count. All right. Um, 
I'm going to do one that, like, the past couple of weeks, it's been people that were like, I, I don't really remember him. I remember he did this, but that's it. I'm going to do somebody that we definitely remember. Raul Abanez. I loved when Raul Abanez was on this team. He was so good. One season? I think it, think it was one year. Was it only one year? Because that, that was a memorable And he year. was so cool. Please don't. Don't roll yeah. my thing. This um, is my pinstripe empire remembers thing. And if this asshole Raul Abanez doesn't hit a home run, Derek Jeter doesn't break his leg or his yeah. ankle and that then ruin true. the it next ended season. Up a meaningless home run. What an asshole Raul Abanez. He was a Yankee for one year in 2012. 130 games. Wait, wait, wait. We're looking at the stats already. I thought we got to remember what he did. Yeah, we got to remember what he did. Oh, okay. I say one year. Okay, yeah. So I, I don't get the stats. Yeah, he played 130 games. I know that. Yeah, he was so clutch. He hit. Two home runs in the DS in that game. He tied it and hit the go-ahead. And then he was on fire. Against the O's? Oh, against the O's. That was the five-game set against the O's. And there then, was a uh, game against the Athletics where he, I think, we were losing this game. And then in the ninth inning, we came back while being down four runs. And then when it was like the 11th or 13th inning, and we were down four runs again, and Ibanez hit a two-run shot to tie it. Some wild shit like that. We ended up winning that game after being down by four twice. He was so good for no reason. What I loved about it was I... Raul Bunyas always packed a lip. I live in Delaware, and so I remember when the Yankees beat the Phillies in the World Series, Raul Bunyas was on that Phillies team. And he wasn't everyone's favorite player. They all loved Chase Utley and Ryan Howard. But Raul Bunyas was on that team. So after not only winning that World Series... Yeah, he just he was clutch. After seeing us win and then Abanez come to the Yankees, I was walking around with my head held high around the Philadelphia area, and it was great. Well, I have a Raul Abanez jersey. Fun fact. You do? Yep. Do you have a patch to commemorate that it no was him? No patch to commemorate it, but it's a Raul Abanez, I promise. I bought it when they got to call the stand. <laughs> oh, but now you're around <laughs> Um, it was an Austin Roman jersey, too. Is it bad that I, I wanted a Raul Banyas because he wore my favorite number? Well, now you definitely have the jersey of the player that wears your favorite number, I right? I don't. Well, it's finally someone good. The person that wore my number was Shelly Duncan. Brendan Ryan, too. Brendan Ryan, Shelly Duncan, and now Aaron Boone. Well, I always say the reason I'm not a New York Yankee and I can't be is because I'd have to be number 18. And the Yankees aren't going to get rid of Didi Gregorius for me. And I understand that, but... Of course. That's why I can't ever be a New York Yankee. It's, it's kind of sad. That's, that's, why, strats, that's why you can't be a Yankee, and that and Matthew does, hasn't tried to throw 104. You're right. That's both of you. Hicks just tried to bunt. That's something you don't see. Um, but uh, my favorite part of Pinstripe Empire Remembers is when I get to do my John Sterling impression. So, we ready for this? No. Ready. <laughs> Good one, Susan. Now, 3-2 count. Payoff pitcher Olavanius. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Hits a long home run to the right field bleachers. Raul, you so cool. No, it doesn't even say you. No, he, he did say you. Did he say you? He used to say you. That was he wrong. He said you or your. He said your, you. But he might have just said so cool also. Raul, so cool. But no, I'm, I remember at least said you're so cool. That has tones of, thank you, Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> like, like my thank you, Susan, there? That was very good. But you should have started with it. And that's baseball, Susan. That's baseball, Susan. But, um, Desi, do you have a stats up you want to give us? Raul Abanez's Yankee stats? 
I don't have his stats up. I thought I you had them up. Them you up. were reading them out before. Almost ruined it. No, we that's why. This. That, okay. So, Roll Abanez, at age 40, god damn, played 130 games with the Yankees, batted 240, not too shabby, and he hit 19 home runs. It was cool. 19 times. Um, oh, and that year he finished 24th in MVP voting. Who voted for him? Why did he get any votes? He finished 24th in MVP voting. He had one third place vote. <laughs> somebody decided to give. He must have paid somebody, an old Phillies ride or something. I mean, it didn't matter because everybody, 22 out of the 28 people voted for Miguel Cabrera. Six of them voted for Trout. That was the, that had to be the triple crown year. Yeah, it was. That was uh, his rookie year for Trout. So yeah, it didn't matter past those two players. Um, but yeah, he finished twenty fourth MVP voting. The third time he got MVP votes, he got finished twenty first two thousand six for Seattle Ooh. when he hit thirty three home runs, batted two eighty nine, and in two thousand eight with Seattle, he batted two ninety three with twenty three home runs and finished twentieth in MVP voting. So he wasn't on the 08 team. I always I thought he was an 08 Philly. No, he was an 09 Philly where he made the All Star game with thirty four home runs and a two seventy two batting average and an NL champion that year. He was an NL champion. Then what happened? No rings, though. No rings. No rings, and Enzo and Cass have no dimes. No dimes. But yeah, he played for Seattle, Kansas City, back to Seattle, Philly, the Yankees, and then Seattle. Oh, and the Angels and the Royals. He was on three teams his last. Matt, do you know Raul Abanez's wife's name? This is a name I've never seen before. Raula. It's Terry Vett. Terry Vett. Terry Vett. Strong name. Cool name, though. Um, did you know that he was a AL... He was an American League champion his final season. Look at that. He was? Oh, so close to a ring. So close. He was a royal that year. Um, you know who has a royal ring? But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to confidently say, out of these three weeks that we've done the pinstripe and by our members, there's our best player we've chosen... Career 272 hitter with 305 home runs over a 19-year career. I still think it was Martin Prado. You think Prado? He had a good half year. Uh, I'm just talking in general. Oh, just career-wise? Abines is also the most memorable. Prado ended up doing really well, yet none of us remembered it. We all thought he sucked. We all thought it was like one of those pickups, like, oh, cool, Martin Prado. And then we got upset, but no, we stayed happy, apparently. You want to know what's fun? I Google Raul Abanez and his Wikipedia page like kind of pops up kind of on the Google homepage. And it says next to his number, it says 27 and then in parentheses, New York Yankees slash outfielder. <laughs> so Yankees are what show up. He was born in Manhattan. Really? Yeah. Hometown hero. City kid. Just like A-Rod. Less steroids. And if you guys were wondering... Oh, he is, according to um, baseball references uh, tables, he is nowhere near being a Hall of Famer. I didn't no. know they did this. Yeah, they this like is ridiculous. new. They this is good because who, who was it last week? Tim Lincecum. Oh, my. We could put Tim Lincecum in this, but no, who did we do last week? Uh, yeah, that's who it was. No, Lincecum was that's never who we were talking about. We were talking about him. He should no, be a Hall of Famer. Was, it was Jason Nix. Jason Nix. Jason Nix, but I want to see what the Hall of Fame odds are. It would be negative. 
Well, let's see. I'm just wondering if we're wondering about um. Tim wants to come. He will not be a Hall of Famer according to this. Where does it say yes or no? It's basically all these. It's like different stats. Okay. And then what the average Hall of Famer would have, and he's not near any of them. So no, he would not be a Hall of Famer. He is most similar to Giovanni Gallardo, J.A. Happ, and Alex Fernandez. Yep. Wow. This is so cool. Roa Banez is close to Bobby Bonillo. Who still gets paid. Paul Coming Bonillo, up. Adrian Gonzalez, Ruben Sierra. That's solid people to be. The Yankees will to. be at City Field July 2nd, which is the day after my favorite holiday. Bobby Bonilla Day. Bobby Bonilla Day. Desi, what do you want for Bobby Bonilla Day? I, I don't even know. You don't know what Bobby Bonilla Day is? No, isn't doesn't this guy get paid for the next ten years or something like that? Ten, he gets paid till like twenty thirty five, because the. So Met- why am I? Why am I getting something? Oh no, it's just Joe is saying it's a holiday. This it's is actually, a- I actually proposed something like this during the offseason, saying the Yankees should sign Bryce Harper to a four hundred million dollar deal over forty years. No, the um, the Nationals offered him that. They offered him something that would pay him until he was like sixty. It wouldn't pay him till he's 60. He gets the money when he's 60. They weren't paying him till he's 60. Oh, he would just get a bunch of money. He'd get money when he was 60. What the hell are you doing with $200 million when you're 60? That's stupid. Edwin Encarnacion's up right now with one out and bases yeah. for on first and second. There's a, there's gonna be Runners a in scoring position. Here, right. here we go. Here's the narrative. So we're going we're to commentate this. Yes, and then and we're then done. Then we're done with the podcast. Well, then we're done. Okay. All right, uh, the 0-2 so, count. Matt, you can do your jumps early. It's an O2 count. Yeah. The sky is beautifully black today. Oh, oh shoot! Dude, look at that. That's you guys must it. be like, you guys must be like 15 seconds ahead of me. Oh. Because I was an O. It was an O1 count for me. Well, guess what happens next? Luke is on second. Gary's on first. Oh. 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 oh it's a fly ball. It's a fly ball. Bad camera angle. Luke is tagging. Hopefully that was not. No. Wow. Yeah, wow. Tagged. Okay. <coughs> so now we got. First and third. Uh, let's just finish out the inning. Oh, we're going to finish out the oh, inning. Oh, look. Oh, wait. The ball's in the air. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's just a fly ball. So, oh, look at the pants. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you, how did you guys know? Did you know already? Yeah. <laughs> That's upsetting. Oh, Luke tagged. <coughs> Danny's up. Danny's not All right. So, so, what is his challenges ahead? Don't we got to do that still? I don't think we have any. I don't think we have any. I don't think there is any challenges ahead. I mean. Challenges ahead. Rays and Astros. Challenges ahead. Our lineup is getting um, better. You know, we'll, we'll do a quick challenges ahead and we'll talk about the rest of the week. Challenges ahead is brought to us by our friends at Love War Challenges Podcast. You can follow them on Twitter at LWC Podcast. Our friend Antonio, who should be joining us for the next Yankee Mets uh, interview for, um, hopefully. Um, challenge ahead would be teams over 500. We, it's uh, the first week that we have teams over 500 in two weeks. So, we haven't done well against teams under. Yeah, so, I mean, this is where you prove yourself. I think we play down to our competition, and then we also play up to our competition. I mean, I don't want to make weekly uh, predictions because I sounded dumb the past two weeks, but I'm going to say that at least going to take one against the race. So you got one against the race. I got 7-0 this week. 7-0. 7-0. As long as – I think the Yankees are going to go over 500. That's what I'm hoping for, and I'm hoping they at least win Saturday. Because I'm going to be there. Well, free tickets behind home plate. Audi Club. Bet. Hit us up. Let's, we'll be there. 
it's three nothing right now. About to head into the ninth, depending on how this setback goes. But this game aside, we've got two more games against the Rays, and is it four against the Astros? Right? Four against the Astros. Yep. What? What? What do you think they do, Matt? You said you think they go at least four, above five hundred. So, so are you saying that they split the rest? Ignoring this game, then. Ignore this game. Oh, if we're ignoring this oh, game, then okay. I'm gonna say five hundred. Yeah, five hundred. So if we're ignoring this game, I'm gonna have to say six and zero. Oh. Because you always go undefeated when you're helping others. Hope week. I think they take one from the Rays and drop one. And then against the Strohs, I'd, I'd like to see them take three, but I don't think they can. I'm going to hope for two. I think they go three and three rest of the, yeah, season, the, rest of the week. Realistically, five I'm games hoping. left. I'm, I'm going to give a real prediction. So, well, oh, six actually at left. Um, four and two. I'm hoping to take the series against the Astros, but a wise man would never bet against the Astros. So I'm once again I'm gonna say three and three. Okay, I could see the series, but oh, okay. Wait, before we're done, I had two things about the Mets. Actually, did you see what? Then just just forget it. Did you see? (laughs) Then just don't say them. No, this one's really really good. Wilson Ramos's wife waited for him to come up. And stood on the third base side as he was approaching the plate, letting him know that they're expecting their third child. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. How fucking cool. That's awesome. Did he go yard or strike out? Yeah, he no struck out. He, yeah. he got out, yeah. I mean, it was the Ramos. Hey, he was best. kidnapped. I like him. Um, um, the second thing doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. It's just cheesy myths. Now you have to say it because you can't just say that. So they're doing the 69 weekend. They're doing a replica jersey. They're doing a banner. They're doing, you know, um, a ring for the three-game series next weekend. But they're also having people come to the stadium on Thursday, the 27th, for a ceremony with the team. So they're just trying to milk money. Instead of filling the stadium one night. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. And they're doing the Tom Seaver uh, street naming. That's so stupid. I guess you got to pick one day for Tom Seaver to be there. But why not just do it with fans in attendance? It's stupid. All right. Anyway, I think that's a uh, that's enough for this week. That's a wrap. That is a wrap. Let's go, Yankees. Let's keep up the first place baseball. Has not been good the last two weeks. Hopefully, it turns around. Good games coming up. A lot of good good competition, and this is where we get hot. This is where we can go into next week with a couple big wins against some big, real teams. Who do we got going in next week? A podcast that would never end. Uh, so we have Tampa, Houston, Toronto, two days off, and then the Boston London In London. Series. So there you go. So, okay. So if we can in the next, so nine, because we're not counting today, win seven going into London, I'll be very happy. All right. I think that's enough for today. Peace out. Go Yankees. See you guys. See you guys. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York, these vagabond shoes are longing to stray right through the very heart of it, New York, New York, I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep. And find I'm king of the hill
top of the heap These little town blues Are melting away 